Welcome back to Off the Cuff. I'm your host, Danny LoPriori. Welcome back to the best mental health podcast in the world. In the world. We have no competition. And we're just getting started. This is episode 15. All right. 15 episodes. Silvio just bumped the camera. Uh, 15 episodes of amazing mental health content. Uh, today, I was supposed to be joined by a special guest, uh, my brother, who I will be starting a podcast with. The first episode comes out February 1st. Um, we were supposed to have that uh, episode done for you guys this week, but uh, I had a little COVID scare. Yeah, Danny uh, thought he had the vid. I thought I had the COVID. All right, so I flew in from Florida on the 30th, and it's the, uh, I think it's the 10th today? The 11th. It's the 11th when this comes out. Uh, and uh, I usually get, like, a little sick when I get off of flights and stuff, like when I get off of a plane. But I had, like, a really bad headache. And for some reason, corona... Apparently, every symptom is corona-related, like headaches, I had body aches, I had, uh, I didn't, I kind of had a cough, but it was like a dry cough, which is apparently the COVID cough, if it's dry. So, I was like, you know what, I'm a hypochondriac, 100%. I think I'm sick all the time, but like, I know that I'm not sick, I'll just say I'm sick. I'm gonna just be like, yeah, I'm sick today, uh -oh. I don't feel good, you know, but the thing that was the seller for me was that Selena got sick, my girlfriend who never gets sick, uh, I've never seen her sick in my life, and she was sick, so if I'm putting the math together, I said, all right, we just flew on a plane, you and I sat next to each other, you're sick, which you're never sick, I'm you know, I'm sick a good majority of the days. You know, I think I'm sick right now. It's just, yeah, it's one of those things I cannot stop thinking that I'm sick. But, uh, so I'm like, all right, if you're sick, then we have COVID. It's 100%. I have COVID. You have COVID. We have COVID. The whole world has COVID. Let's go get tested. So, Getting tested in Florida versus getting tested in New York is completely different. Uh, in Florida, it was easy for us because we could just get in a car and do like a drive-thru one. In New York City, that's not a thing. Uh, apparently, they have like mobile ones, but like I don't, I don't really trust the guy just coming up to me in a car and just being like, "Give me your nose," you know, "Open your mouth." I used to do that years ago. I'm not gonna fall for it again, you know. But, um, so we went one day to get it done and we couldn't get it done because like, apparently you have to show up really early in the morning and like sign up and then they text you to come back and then you have to wait in line to get tested again. So that took a couple days and I pulled an all nighter, uh, to wake Selena up so she could go to, uh, city MD. Yeah, uh, so she can go to City MD and get tested, because at one point after the couple of days, I was like, you know, what? honestly, I don't feel sick anymore. I don't. But apparently, like COVID's like a hurricane, and like there's like an eye of the sickness, 
And I was like, uh, all right, maybe I'm in the eye of the vid, you know? I'm in the eye of the Roni. So I'm like, you know what? You should just go get tested. If you have it, that definitely means I have it. So she went, signed up. Uh, I woke her up. She went, signed up. Then she came back. And then a part of me started to get nervous. Because then I started to get like a, a little bit like a little achy feeling again. So I was like, oh, man, maybe I should get tested. So I finessed the system a little bit. So what I did was is I called the place and I was like, hey, my girlfriend's getting tested today. I can't sit and wait in line because I work uh, early in the morning. I don't, I don't work early in the morning at all. This is my job. This is what I do. Um, so I'm like, yo, listen, I need to get tested, but I can't wait in line. And they were like, yeah, you have to come wait in line. I was like, no, I can't because I work very early in the morning, sir. Starting to get a little choked up on the phone. You know what I'm saying? If you get a little choked up on the phone, it usually helps. Crying always helps. Write that down. Everyone at home, crying helps a lot. So then the woman was, uh, it wasn't even a sir, it was a woman. Uh, and then I was just like, listen, like I need, I need to get tested. So they said, oh, all right, just come. So I didn't have to wait in line, and I actually got tested before Selena did. So I did the rapid test. They have, like, three tests. It's, like, the rapid, the the one they send out, and then, like, the antibody test. So, but you can only pick one, which was, like, kind of weird. I thought, like, hey, like, can I just do all three? Like, some blood, some mouth, some nose. And they were like, no, you can only do one, because they probably try to keep as many tests as possible open. Uh, so we did it and 15 minutes it takes in New York in Florida. It took like hours. Like we walked to the city MD. By the time we got back, we, we knew if we were pause or neg. And, uh, I am glad to announce that I am neg. Uh, for sure. Thought I was pause though. Boy was pause because there's a difference between like the flu and like feeling like sick like I felt like I had the flu I was like oh fuck bro I got this shit I'm super paused now but uh my brother Michael who was uh also a hypochondriac you know he didn't think it was the best idea and I didn't think it was the best idea if we exposed each other because I don't want to do a zoom call with Michael because Michael lives like 20 minutes away from me now so like I'd rather wait to have him in uh you know, so I could have him face to face like Jared and I shot it in his hotel. Like, I'll go to him and film it at his house. Like, I don't care. But uh, I just needed like a clean bill of health. So that and with Michael's Twitch schedule, uh, you know, because he twitches from like 7 p.m. to like 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't know how he does it. It's unbelievable to me. The stamina that he has to be live on stream for like 12 hours a night. I don't get it. But it also causes him to be a fucking vampire. So, like, it's very hard to get a hold of him sometimes. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to shoot for that episode next week. Um, now that, like, um, I'm vid-free. Uh, and uh, I know uh, he's going to be a fantastic guest on the show. Um, you know, the the crazy thing about COVID is... If I go and get tested, right, and I'm sitting in line, 
with all these people. I'm already super anxious because I'm like, yo, listen, everyone here probably has COVID. So now I'm just standing in a line with a bunch of people who think they have COVID going to get a test for COVID. What if I was negative when I got tested, but when I left, I caught that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing I was afraid of. I was like, you know, like I'm going to go here. I'm going to get my nose done. Uh, And let me tell you something. I am never excited for anything to be shoved up my nose. I know surprise, but I'm just saying, I'm not surprised at how much I think I'm going to be able to do it again. And every time I do it, I'm like, doesn't make any sense. Like, isn't there like an easier way? I'd rather than prick my finger and suck my blood juice. Like why, like, why does it have to be the nose? And why do they have to shove that thing all the way down my throat into my belly? It's disgusting. I hate it. Um, We've been uh, setting up the apartment. Um, I'm actually building like a studio area in this area, so like I'm gonna have some like uh like a like a I think some ivy I'm putting up here, uh, I'm putting up some uh some other stuff too, but uh, we just hung a plant, and uh, I had to go to Home Depot to buy this fucking uh this like super duper power drill. I don't know how to do shit. I'm not one of those guys that like fakes and knows like he knows like how to use power drills or a hammer drill or like any of these things. I don't fucking know. And a lot of people are like, yo, you could just I'd rather hire someone when I got my fucking TV. Homework, all kinds of homework, whether it was school work around the house, it makes me anxious. Like like uh it's very fulfilling when you can like do a home task and be like, yeah, I did it. Right. But I had to buy a whole new separate drill, which was like $150 to hang this thing up when I could have just got somebody to do it and come here and I would be not as anxious. So I paid money to be an anxious freak. And then plus we got in trouble with our neighbors too. Our neighbor, our neighbor came down and was like super frantic and like yelled at me because we were drilling at like seven thirty at night. Is that too late to drill? I don't think so. Eight o'clock tops, you know, but yeah, so she, you know, it, it was a very anxious thing. Work around the house makes me insanely anxious. I don't want to do any of it. I'd rather pay for someone to come and do it. While I sit on my phone and play Clash of Clans. That's it. I can't. I can't. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, you should know how to do this. I know how to do the things. You know, I worked for a roofing company for like a year. I was a mover. I did uh, home improvement, like odd jobs. Like, I know how to swing a hammer and not break your hand and whatever. But something about doing home things... I'd rather leave leave it to somebody who's really fucking good at it. Because I've never been one... Like, listen, my TV got hung by a guy on TaskRabbit. What a fucking gentleman he was, too. He was fantastic. Uh, and my TV is super straight on the wall. If I tried to hang that TV, I would have had three panic attacks. I would have went to the hospital once. And then when, by the time I got back, I would have put the TV on a TV stand. Hey! 
Sorry. Silvio's chewing something while I'm trying to fucking record the show. Dude, I'm on TV. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. But I can't do home improvement tasks. I just can't do them. They drive me insane. I try to do them the best of my abilities, but I can't. I just can't, Daddy. I can't. I can't. And, like, you know, it's like you're anxious about your place not being finished, but then, like, I'm super anxious about doing the work, too. You know, it, it just bothers me. And then when I when I ask, like, hey, can I get a task rabbit? You know, my girlfriend will be like, no, you could do it. And then a part of me is like, I can't do it. No, I can, but I can't. You know? And plus, like, I don't know. <coughs> oh, God. Uh-oh. I promise I'm not paused. I'm positive I'm not paused. But I still have this little dry cough. I don't know what it is. But, uh, yeah, I just haven't been feeling great. I really haven't. Um, but, you know, like, uh, you know, when I'm talking, like, to my girl, being like, yeah, like, we'll hang this or whatever, it's like, I'm never saying me. I will hire a man to come and do it. I don't care if that emasculates me in anyone's eyes. I don't care. I don't like to do home improvement shit. And I get it. It's rewarding to be like, oh, man, DIY. I did it myself. Yes. But a part of me is like, listen, I'm not going to overstep my boundaries. I'm going to get super anxious. And my girlfriend gets anxious, too, when it comes to home improvement shit. So now we're just all anxious about where the fuck this flower pot's going to go. You know what I mean? It just becomes like the the anxiety, the it's like first world props. You know, like our entire day will be ruined because our fucking flower pot isn't in the right space. Or it's not getting enough our our, our birds of paradise plant isn't getting enough sunlight. You know? What are we doing here? When I, when, when I don't feel good, I get a little bit cranky. Also, I've been getting, like, these brain zaps from, like, my Lexapro. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has those, but they suck, bro. I don't know what happens, but the electrical current running through my brain, like, haywires, and it zaps me in the head. I don't know what causes that. I've never looked it up. But if anybody knows what does cause those, please let me know. Uh... I would Google it, but, like, I'm afraid to Google things because everything turns out that I have cancer. You know? That's why I'm afraid of the Internet. I used to be one of those people, like, when I was really going through it, like, having panic attacks all the time, like, I would Google every symptom that I had. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, this is cancer. Or, like, I'm having a heart attack. Like, oh, my God, I'm having stroke symptoms. Like, you know, like, I would have all these things. And then there was, like, that time a few months ago where, like, I passed out, like, standing up too fast. And I was like, yo, like, I'm fucking dying. Every night used to be like, I'm going to Google everything about what I'm feeling. And it all came back to, like, all right, I'm going to die in the next 24 to 48 hours. That was the scariest part. Silvio! Stop, dude. I'm working. I get it. I get it. I love you. Just stop. <sighs> I can't.
can't take this dog anywhere, bro. I'm telling you, this dog is supposed to be my emotional support animal. If I leave the room, God forbid. He's just like, eh, oh. and it's very cute, but it's like, dude, we need you to be an individual. All right. If something happens to me, I need you to watch over the place. I need you to take care of business. You know? I saw John Mulaney went to rehab um, for alcohol. Good for him. Proud of him. Uh, I did finish uh, Big Mouth season three. Very funny show. Uh, it wasn't my favorite season, but it was. It was had its moments where it was very funny. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to touch on this thing about how people who make people laugh are usually like the ones who like. It's funny because it's like we spend so much time making people have a good time that like we don't realize what we're doing to ourselves in that situation. Like even like when I was like on the basement yard, like I was very self deprecating, like, you know what I mean? Everything was like fat this or like I'm stupid. And like, you know, those are true, but like, (laughs) but you know, it's like, you kind of buy into this character where it's like, you have to be funny all the time. And then it's like, yo, it makes me really fucking sad. Sometimes, you know, but, like, you know, I see all these entertainers and stuff, and it's, like, I, I like to see when entertainers go into rehab or, like, go get their help without, like, you know, I ran somebody over with my car, so, like, now I'm going to go to rehab. You know, like, I know you have to hit rock bottom, but, like, rock bottom doesn't always, like, need, like, a sexual misconduct scandal or, like, uh you know, you try to jump off the bridge. Like, it doesn't need, like, it's, it's like, people just go for regular shit and not by regular shit is being like yo like listen i think i'm drinking too much i'm gonna go get help i like to see when celebrities do that because like court ordered like rehab and shit like when you see all that stuff i'm like this does nothing for me this person's just like do they even really want to get better you know like people hit their rock bottoms differently like you know my rock bottom was different than any anybody else's but like it's just nice to see someone just like yo you know what i have a problem i'm just going to go get help and like people are like oh my god John Mulaney? like he's like the nicest guy in the world you never know and like when it comes to like drug abuse and alcoholism alcohol abuse You know, I'm still on the fence of, like, whether it's a disease or not. Because the word disease is obviously, like, I always hold it, like, very high up in terms of, like, cancer. You know, like, that's it. So, like, like I still don't, like, coming from someone who's had drinking problems and drug, drug addiction problems. I've never been like, yo, I have this disease. Like, I get the wording, but, like, I don't know if I if I rock with, like, the disease. Like, oh, he's got the disease. I just don't know. I don't know. You know? And I kind of, like, I kind of feel like we live in an era where it's, like, anxiety and panic and, like, addiction is very, like, amplified. Because a lot more people are talking about it. But, like, you don't want it to lose its luster. So, like, I don't know if it's, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if someone 
is I'm not saying that uh, what I'm saying is right. I'm never going to say that because 99% of the shit that comes out of my mouth is probably wrong anyway. But is addiction a disease? I don't know. You know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, how um, depression is hereditary. It's like, you know, so like now it's like my dad gave me a disease of depression or my mom gave me a a disease of the word disease just doesn't, I feel like, express it the right way. Just to me. You know, it's it, it, it it. Makes me feel weird to be like, yo, because like, I remember when I went to AA, like some dude was just like, yo, you got the disease, man. Like, it's OK. And I was like, yo, chill. I was like, I don't want to have a disease out here. I already have diabetes. You know what I mean? Diabetes, disease, real one. Disease of beaties. Uh, cancers, disease, addiction. I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't sit well, like, coming off of my tongue. It's like, yeah, man, like, I got this disease. Because it makes it sound like it's not treatable, but diseases are treatable for the most part. I think it's something in AA where it's like, you know, like, that's where it really caught on. But I know some doctors have, like, backed it and uh, have, like, you know, have gone along with it, but a part of me just feels weird uh, saying that about myself. I don't know. And now, like, and it's not like a denial thing. Like, I've been the treatment, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I haven't touched drugs in years. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Tell me why, like, in, in in the comments, tell me if why you agree, why you disagree, what you think. But, like, for me, I don't know. It just kind of always sat weird. But, like, to see John Mulaney go uh, without, like, a big thing was, like, pretty inspiring. You know? it's We should be inspired by people that are, that's, that are seeking help, especially people that we look up to. You know? And it's weird. It's, like, some people, it's, like, you know, like, I see people... And I'm like, and I see them like living their lives. And for me, I think I'm like, oh, like this person could like socially drink or like they could like socially party. And like, it's not a thing for them. Like on the surface, we all look okay a lot of the time. But like when we go home, we don't know. Another thing I always had a problem with too is like when they're like, yo, money can't buy happiness. But it helps. I'll tell you that. You know, it's like as shallow as it is to be like, listen, I'd rather be like depressed with money than like depressed with no money. Like, let's just be real. You know, it's like, listen, it's like someone who's like really down bad, like out of money, like depressed. It has to be different than being depressed with money. It just has to be. You know? And uh, and I know how crippling depression is, but like I think I that like I would be okay if I had a lot of money and I was depressed. I'd be better off. I wouldn't be okay. 
But then you see you see rich people all the time. They take their own lives and stuff like that. Like I get it. Like depression is not <laughs> it's not prejudiced or racist. Or you know what I mean? Or sexist. It's gonna affect everybody. But I definitely would like rather cry on a yacht. You know what I mean? Than on like in the street. You know, another bullshit term is uh not term saying is sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Whoever came up with that is a fucking moron. Words be hurting my feelings, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's like sticks and stones will break my bones. I remember like when we used to like call people stupid, like when we were kids. And there was always that one fucking sticks and stones, girl. Sticks and stones break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I'm like, bitch. She's like, stop it. I used to love that. I used to love seeing if words would hurt. Yo, I was a dick when I was little. Because... You want to know what it was? I had to be, like, fend for myself. I was, like, the only brown person in an all-white town. Like, my brothers and I. So it was just like, oh, great, here we go. You know what I mean? So, like, we were already, like, had, like, an edge to us. We were like, all right. You got some melanin in here now. I'm going to fuck your day up. It's our town now. (laughs) But, like... Anytime someone would say, like, sticks and stones break my bones or words that never hurt me, I'd be like, suck my dick, bitch. Pussy. And then they would start to cry. I remember one time I was playing Foursquare with a kid, and I called him a bitch, and he started to cry. And this was how maniacal I was and manipulative. Manipulative? Manipulative. Manipulative. Got it. Uh, How manipulative I was. That still sounds fucking wrong. Sticks and stones break my bones, but words will break my brain. Manipulative. There we go. Uh, how manipulative I was. So we were playing Foursquare, and his name was Alex. And I'll never forget. He was really good at Foursquare, and he would fucking always get me out or like ice bomb me and shit. Like I'd just be like, "Yo, like stop, dude. You're you're." He was jealous of me. That's what it was. So he would always find some fucking way to get me out in Foursquare. So I just went on this tear. I was busting ass in Foursquare, just bomb, bomb, king for like 11 games in a row. I didn't even want to be there anymore. That's how fucking fire I was at that game. Um, And I got him out. And when I got him out, I was like, yeah, bitch. And he went and told on me. And I, while he was running away, I was like, yo, stop being a bitch. Nobody heard me except for like the other kids we were playing with. And uh, he came back with like a teacher And she was like And he was like He called me a bitch And I remember like uh, Talking to the teacher I said I didn't say that I said stop your bitching And for some reason She let it go For some reason It wasn't like a bad word So I was just like uh, I was like no All I said was like Stop your bitching Like he was complaining Because he got knocked out I didn't call him that word Remember when you would call kids a word and then you couldn't say it to the teacher? They'd just be like, "I didn't call them that thing. I didn't call them those those th- those thingies." But I was like, "Yeah, 
I was like, stop your bitching. And then I remember right after he came back and I was like, you're a fucking bitch. And he started to cry. I was an animal. When it came to Foursquare, I was an animal. I was going to rip your head off. Like, see, this is the stuff that I'll never forget. Like, why is this so prominent in my subconscious? Like, this was like 23 years ago. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, another thing I remember from when I was a kid, uh, I was in second grade, Cahill Gibran, uh I guess that's elementary school. Elementary school? Second grade, are you in elementary school? No, you're in... Wait. Selena! Let me see if she knows. Fifth through eighth is elementary school. Day school? Maybe it's day school. It could be. It could be day school. <laughs> she she can't hear me. I think she has her headphones on. What does he say in the office? It's football cream. It's football cream. Uh, yeah, so like it was day school or whatever the fuck it is. And I was hanging out with these kids all day and I thought like they were my friends. I was like, yo, these guys are really my friends. You know what I mean? Like we're going to have a good one. We're hanging out all day, doing fun kid shit. And this one kid just punches me right in the face. I had to get another card. But, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I found out that it's actually, um, I was in elementary school. I forgot about middle school. And what the fuck is junior high? What the, what, what grade is that? Eighth grade? Junior high? That's not a thing. It's middle school. But yeah, let me get back to the story about how these children beat the fucking shit out of me. All right, so um, I was in second grade. Uh, I was relatively... It was like a new year, and we had a different class, you know? Like, first grade, you had your class, but like your second grade, it was a different class, different kids. And uh, these kids fucking pretended to be my friend all day and then beat me up. And I'll never forget it. Very traumatic event in my life where these children beat the shit out of me. Um, so, like, I try to think back on some of those things, and I'm like, yo, did those things really affect the way I am, like, for the rest of my life? And I think, I mean, I know for a fact it's true. Like, it's terrifying to think about that something can happen so young in life. Like, I've had trust issues ever since then, big time. When these kids beat the fucking shit out of me. Um, I'll never forget. The kid had a Sacramento King starter jacket on. Uh, as one of them pushed me on the floor after he punched me in the face. He fucking Super Mario ass bombed me. Where he basically did like a front flip and landed flat on my back with his ass. And I remember I was like, yo, I can't tell anybody about this because... Like, people are going to think I'm a snitch. So I can't do that. And I don't be snitching. You know, I can't be snitching in second grade. <clears throat> so I told the principal uh, about it, Dr. Baker, who was a gay black man. And he was the fucking man. Dr. Baker, he used to do the moonwalk. 
uh, I think he passed away. So uh, rest in peace, Dr. Baker. He was the man. Um, he fucking went crazy on these kids that I didn't snitch on. I snitched on them. Um, uh, they ended up like getting one of them got like sent away because apparently he had like a like a behavior like this, like a, just being like a weird psycho. Because think about it like this. They traumatized me. Those kids did it. Those kids are psychopaths. I guarantee you both of their lives are terrible right now. Because think about that. It's like, think about how maniacal you have to be. To be like, yeah, we're going to pretend to be this kid's friend all day so we can beat the shit out of him. What the fuck? What was that about? And people wonder why I don't trust people. People doing fucking backflip swanton bombs on me in second grade. <clears throat> I'll never forgive those people. Ever. I'll never forgive them. <clears throat> I haven't gone to see my therapist yet since I've been back in New York, and boy do I. Boy do I. Need to see somebody. Yo, my medication has been making me super tired recently. I don't know why. Um, In New York, it gets dark at like f- five, like pitch black. So like maybe that, but like, I think it's my Lexapro that's been like making me really tired. And like, uh, like I said, I've been having like brain zaps. Like I've been sleeping better. Like I've been sleeping through the night. Like I go to, I used to wake up in the middle of the night all the time. But, like, I've been sleeping through the night, but, like, I've just been waking up so tired and then being so tired. So, maybe I'll tweak that a little bit. But I just get afraid when it comes to medications, you know? Like, a lot of people are really afraid of medications. And I get I get your concern about why you'd be confused or scared about them. But it's like, if I wasn't on Lexapro, I'd know I'd be worse off. i know for, for a fact. Because before it, it was terrible. Um, <clears throat> and, you know... Like I, I medication's not for everybody, but I I think I needed it real bad, real bad. Because once you do like studies like on your own brain and like people are like looking after you and like checking you out, it's like yo, dude, it's like there's a chemical imbalance in my brain. That's just what it is. <clears throat> and then you know like uh, for you know bipolar, it's like I definitely need medication. You know, but like, I feel like sometimes my Lexapro probably maybe might, it might a little bit, uh, contribute to like my mood swings sometimes. Like if I could not have mood swings anymore, my life would be just so much better, you know, (laughs) but like, it's just like, yo, one day I'm like, yo, this is awesome. I hate this. This show's cool. I don't like it. And like, my triggers are very light. Like, I'm an easily triggered person. You know? Like, by littlest, like, little things. Like, I always think, like, people are out to get me and shit. I hate having that mentality. But, like, <clears throat> it's just, like, what I've come to know. So, like, think about, like, I'm, I have to retrain my brain. We have to retrain our brains to the point where it's, like, listen... What we're going through right now is something that millions of other people are going through. Our situation's unique because it's us. 
and we're dealing with it, but it's like, dude, I never, I just wish that I could know why everything is happening the way it's happening in my body. So I would sleep at night, you know, I, uh, health anxiety is the worst anxiety of all of them. It has to be, but, uh, you know, other than that, it's like, once I get back in with my therapist and like get back in the loop of like, you know, I miss being in an office for my therapy, like doing virtual therapy is cool, but it's like. I don't know. I like the whole feel of going to the office, sitting in there, feeling like I'm in a safe zone. You know what I mean? Having like barriers between us and the outside world. It makes me feel better. Like I'm easily confused. Like I feel like I'm more open in an actual like office setting with a therapist. So like I want to just when I go back to my New York uh, therapist, I would love to be like, hey, what can we do to like actually meet up and get this popping? You know, so I'm happy that I'm back in New York where my original therapist was. So that's the person I built the most, you know, I have a good rapport with. So I'm looking forward to getting back in there with him um, and being able to do all of that. So, you know, I'm back here in New York full time. It feels great to be here again. And just like, you know, like I said, I apologize that uh, Mike wasn't on the show today, but, you know. COVID comes first, sadly, in these days and times. So, um, you know, we're going to try and get him on the show next week. Uh, if he is, I'll announce it after it's recorded. So, like, people aren't like, oh, my God, like, where is he? You know? But um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about with you guys is uh, I just started exercising again. Um there's a gym in my building, so I have no excuse to not exercise. Um, and I'm not pause, so I can work out. Um, so I've been trying to work out, and the guys at one-on-one, uh, Corey and Drew, they know that I've been wanting to work out. Uh, and they also have a very fantastic challenge going on right now. So let me tell you some a little bit about it. They sent me a little ad read for it. Uh, I'm going to send it to you. Uh, well, I'll put it in the description so you guys can be able to go to it. But uh, it's a chance to actually win some money. Okay, and we're talking like $3,000 here. Okay, all right, so here we go. If you want to change some of the words and hashtags, like, um, you know, in, in certain things, like, I like things to be written in my own voice. Like, I don't like to use, like, uh, like ad reads when they're sent to me. So it's like I try to change a couple things around, uh, especially when I'm reading to my audience. I always want myself to, like, come off like... Uh, like, uh, what's the word? Pure. Pure, I guess. But this is a really good challenge that they have, all right? So, uh, <clears throat> here we go. It's here. Keep reading or listening if you want to learn how you can win $1,000 in cash and up to $3,000 in prizes by being on hashtag Team Danny. That's right. You're on team with me, okay? Uh, if you're ready to enter right now, after you hear about it, uh, I'll post the link in there, all right? So, it's time for me to help you get better in 2021. You guys have been helping me with my show and watching after me and taking care of me. The only thing that I could do is say, hey, how can I give back and put some money in somebody's fucking pocket? That's what I want to do, all right? So uh, I'm teaming up with my team over at One and One to design a completely customized, 
eight-week New Year, New You Total Wellness Challenge to get your mind, body, and spirit back on track after a wild and crazy year. Okay, uh, I'll also be doing the challenge with you. That's right. I'm doing the challenge with you for eight weeks. We will exercise together and we will get after it and we will change the world one pull up at a time. Okay, uh, this is my first written ad. All right. I wanted to see how you guys would would respond to it. I hope you're fucking hyped as fuck. All right. Okay. Uh, so I'm also going to be doing the challenge with you, and you'll be on Team Danny. We'll be competing against the other teams in the challenge. So we're competing against another team, an entire other team. I need people on my team. I need people on my team. Okay? All right? When you sign up through my link, you'll receive a customized meal plan, any budget grocery list, a workout plan tailored to your preferences, and schedule that you could do at home with or without equipment, or at the gym, 24-7 accountability and support, okay, a mindset roadmap to help you stay on track, and guess what, the best part, the six challengers with the biggest transformations will win up to $1,000 in cash, and $3,000 in prizes at the end of the eight weeks, this is for you no matter where you're starting from, you could be just like me, a couple days in the gym trying to get after it, okay, uh, or you could be like the, you know, the most fit motherfucker in the world. Like you could like run with fucking, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> what, uh, what's a log or something of a heavy proportion and an Atlas stone. You were, you could be one of those guys. You could still join the team. All right. Even if you've never stepped in the gym in your life, you could still join. If you're in there every day, you could still join. All right. Uh, the one-on-one life fam doesn't discriminate. Okay. They're going to get us right. It's not about setting a new resolution. It's about committing to something. When you join Team Danny, I'll be cheering for you and sharing tips and inspiration every step of the way. So I'm going to post the link below. If you want to join, I'm just going to put like uh, the um, Team Danny, and then I'll put the link in there, uh, and we'll be able to go. So um, I'm really excited about that. Hopefully we can win some money because I want it. Um, and you'll be able to learn, <clears throat> you know, this follow the steps to be able to sign up. But like when they came to me with the eight week challenge, I was like, dude, I got to do something to kickstart my fucking exercise, you know? So I was like, let me get a week in the gym where I could just exercise a little bit and like get over the soreness. And then I thought I had COVID. So I was just like, oh shit, like this is, this sucks. But now, um, this is something I really want to commit to. And I would love for you guys to be a part of it. So, uh, if you want to go ahead and click the link, uh, below. And we can get that popping. Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about is uh, storming the Capitol building. Uh, so if you live under a rock, uh, a bunch of jabronis uh, stormed the Capitol building. Uh, like, let's call them what they are. Terrorists. That's what it is. You know, I don't want to speak on this like uh, make this this prolonged statement on these people storming the Capitol, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, Libertarian, whatever you are, I I, I don't care. A fucking uh, atheist, non-voter, <laughs> whatever. What those people did is terrorism. Storming a place as monumental no pun intended, as the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., breaking down doors, having explosive devices, 
trying to jump through, storming, sitting in the chairs, stealing podiums, busing through police. That's terrorism. I don't care what anybody has to say about that. In my opinion, that is terrorism. Everyone's entitled to their opinions about what they did. But I'll tell you this. People storming a Capitol building where people are trying to uh, count electoral votes for the democracy of the United States. The United States is a democracy. Ladies and gentlemen. Those people stormed the Capitol building like terrorists. And sadly, somebody was treated as such and was shot and killed there. (laughs) This is the world we're living in right now. Where people storm Capitol buildings. What is going on, guys? Anyone who was there to non-peacefully protest and was to storm that Capitol building, you should be ashamed of yourself. And if one of you is watching and you went there to storm the place, I'm not saying whatever, just unsubscribe from the show. I don't need it. That was an act of terrorism. And I need to put my two cents in about that. But I will say this about the woman that got shot and killed. Her family has to deal with that now. She's gone. She don't got to deal with anything now. Think about that. Because you wanted to storm the Capitol building. Now your family has to bury you. For what? Because you don't want Joe Biden as president? Come on, dude. That shit was like a bad movie. Like, there's no way. There's no way. All those people that went in there, they should be arrested and thrown in jail. 100%. No matter what color they are. Just so happens that majority, if not all of them, pretty much were white. And I have friends who are big, big, big Republicans... All told me this is a fucking mess. Not a good look. For Trump supporters. Really think about what your what your vote means or meant. Don't identify with those people because those people were terrorists. Call what it is. They're terrorists. Um, Well, thank you for joining me this week on Off the Cuff. Uh, 
you know, on this show, I just try to call it how it is on how it is to me. It's my opinion. If you don't like it, sorry. But uh, thank you for he- uh, <clears throat> for being here. Uh, I hope that you guys sign up with Team Danny uh, in the link below so we can go ahead and really get after this eight-week challenge. Um, I'm really looking forward to losing some weight because uh, Danny got a little, little crazy during the holidays, ate a little bit too much mashed potatoes and turkeys and gravies. Too many cheeseburgers. Got a little crazy. But yeah, um, but listen, uh, follow the show on Instagram, 101OTC. Uh, sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com, for your chance to enter to be a guest on the show. That's right, motherfucker. Um, 101 <clears throat> uh, Patreon. It's patreon.com slash OTCpod. That is one. Uh, <clears throat> patreon.com slash OTCpod. Uh, thank you everybody for watching. Make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, uh, unless you storm the Capitol building. I don't want it, but I love you so much. Stay safe. Peace. I'm out.